Doc Manson at Doc Manson DC Matthews at the DC Matthews this is the list the list the list what what the list are you happy now at weeb gore now or whatever your name is what we got that I told you we got that message from at Wib Gore now. I don't know what that means. We did not get any message. Maybe well, you I got, got a message. I got a message asking when the next list was happening because it's been it's been a little while. Not Two a weeks. Su- not a super long while, but a little while since we've recorded a list here for the NAI Wrestling Network, um, and, and it did inspire us to kind of you know get get back into the game as it were. How are you, Doc Manson at Doc Manson? I am good, DC Matthews at the DC Matthews. I'm I'm noticing something odd. Oh, maybe that's it. No? Something odd. Yes, and uh, odder I than don't... the post-it note um, <coughs> design so, behind hey, your shoulder. Hey, don't mock the WrestleMania wall. All right. No, in my audacity, there are these two blue. Like the border of the audio file has these blue lines, but it sounded fine when I. Oh, there we go. Never mind. Hooray. I figured it out. Anyways, we are on a quest. I, DC Matthews, at the DC Matthews, and my partner in crime, Dark Manson, at Dark Manson, are on a quest to rank the greatest wrestlers in history. We have lists upon lists. Uh, there are still over 900 names on the list. Doc Manson, would you please uh, refresh everyone's memories? What is the current top 10 greatest wrestlers in history. Number 10, Mil Mascaris. Number 9, Road Dog. Number 8, Chavo Guerrero Jr. Number 7, Jeff Jarrett. Number 6, The Great Muta. Number 5, Vader. 4, Antonio Anaki. Number 3, what? Anoki, but that's fine. Anaki? Whatever. Number three, Ricky the Dragon Steamboat. Number two, Rhodey Piper. And number one, Kevin Owens. I have a question before yeah. we before we get into this. Um, I actually ha- I actually need to go through and make sure we've had some a pay per view since the last time we did this list. Like technically, I need to put Shayna Baszler on this list. She has wrestled at a takeover. She deserves. Okay, let's do that right now. To be included, so let's let's make um, sure the list is updated here. Uh, Shayna. Oh, she's already on there. Why was she on there? Because she was in the uh, May Young Classic. That's true. All right, then let me think. Was there? Has anyone? Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe nobody has made their debut because everyone from the Royal Rumble would have probably already been there in some form or fashion. Michelle McCool's already there. All right, and then perhaps I was wrong. All right. But it's good to just make sure that we're I mean do you want to put Shayna Blaze Baszler on our list? Hey, yeah, we can I just do her right now. I'm, I'm happy to <laughs> I'm assuming she would be ranked number eighty four below Nathan Jones and Marty Bell at the bottom of our list. I'm happy to say that I think Marty Bell is a better wrestler than Shayna Baszler. I don't mind doing it. It, it kind of goes against the tradition of the list. We usually use random.org to come up with the names. Uh, however, in this special circumstance, if you would like to, uh, we can do that. I mean, I don't know if you're if you're literally going to just allow me to do this, but... Oops, hold on. No, she can't have Chavo's spot was in the wrong cell uh, I'm okay with saying that and, and I, I know some people will disagree because they feel like you know we're we're being too harsh but I dislike Shayna Baszler more than anyone on the current NXT or WWE roster the only person who I think comes close is Willow Smith I don't remember what her wrestling name is, but Bianca Belair. She's the one who whips her hair. If you don't, if you I've never heard that before. Um, The question I was actually going to ask before, of course, I got distracted as I am wont to do, is um, when do we put Ronda Rousey on this list? 
She appeared mm. at the Royal Rumble, but she has not wrestled yet. Do we need to wait until they've wrestled in order I to think be included? So. I, I would am inclined to agree, but I just wanted clarification from you. I think so, only because if we are making a list of wrestlers, I'd feel bad ranking her without ever having seen her in action in a wrestling ring. Yes, I think you are correct. All right, then let's get going here. We've already ranked someone, should we, and we have already the, the worst wrestler in history. We're going to get flack for that, but that's okay. David Flair, Big Tilly, Liv Morgan, we are all ranking Shayna Baszler above any of those people. Um, below you, mean. All right. The current list of people we have not picked, which is randomized every time we record, is currently at 945. Doc Manson, give me a number, please. 524. 5, 2, 4. The first name officially on the list the Canadian crippler Chris Benoit ooh what well, an that's... interesting what an inter- I'm actually now I'm glad we included Shayna Baszler cuz I don't know that you want to start with that but this this again raises some interesting questions in terms of how we do this list and and stuff like that so what do what are your thoughts just as that name hits the ear, you made a face, you made a reaction. What are we thinking here? Chris Benoit. If we're talking simply about his in-character work, is easily in the top 15 of this list. I think he's a better wrestler than Dean Malenko. And Dean Malenko is currently at number 15. Um, So I I could see him even placing somewhat higher than that, although I don't think he breaks the top 10. Um, So if if we decide that we are going to rank him, I'm seeing him somewhere in that 11, 12 spot. You don't think he beats Road Dogg? He's an excellent wrestler, but he was a terrible talker. That's true. You're not wrong. Um, but then again, Road Dog was not an excellent wrestler. True. So, um, I mean, if you wanted to go, if if this list were purely wrestling ability, I mean, he might be at the top of this list. But I, I don't think that's really what we're doing here. No, I think we have to. At- when you look at this list, we are trying to take a complete package here. I cringe at the notion that I'm going to be part of a list that has Jeff Jarrett higher than Chris Benoit. But then again, Jeff Jarrett was, while he was not a great talker, he was a better talker than Chris Benoit. And mind you, part of Jeff Jarrett's um, ranking on this list also has to do with his contributions outside of just him as a performer. That is true. That is true. It's it's the entire thing. And thus, thus, if we are considering Jeff Jarrett based on his contributions, based on his life after he stopped being a full-time wrestler, do yep. we have to consider what Chris Benoit did? Now, granted, well, he was still wrestling at the time, but do we need he, to consider his personal the thing, life? The thing that he did, the personal life thing... Let's just say it. Him murdering in cold blood his wife and young son has nothing to do with the wrestling business. Whereas Jeff Jarrett's contributions are still related to the wrestling business. So I don't see that as a one-to-one comparison. Um, A better comparison, I think, and this is again not a great comparison since charges have been dropped. But we have previously ranked on this list one... Rich Swan, yeah. um, who was tied up in a domestic violence situation. We did rank him, yeah. and I think we mostly ranked him based off of what we'd seen of his character and wrestling ability. We didn't really let the legal, potential legal issue get in the way. Now, that said, with Chris Benoit, it's not a potential legal issue. It's a very definitive thing that he did. 
But again, I would like to say that if we are going to rank him, I'm not ranking the man. I'm ranking no. I'm ranking the Chris Benoit that I saw in the ring and on television only. I'm not yes. condoning anything about anything else. Um, yes. Be, and because if that's the if we're doing that, you know, we we have to even just look at this list. Well, again, like you said, Chris Benoit is someone unto himself. But Vader had that thing in the Middle East where he's, you know, punched a reporter. Jeff Jarrett has had numerous issues with substances and with Karen Angle. They had some, I believe, some domestic violence issues there. You know, so I think the list is, in its essence, supposed to count the wrestler, not the person. So I am happy to do this. I would love to see... You know, WWE acknowledge Chris Benoit a little more. They don't need to do anything super special, obviously. But they don't need know, to have, say, like an entire Raw dedicated to his memory. Well, they did that already. Yeah, that was a bad mistake. That, yeah, that was awkward. That was, yeah, that was awkward. Um, but yes, I am happy to put him on this list. I do think he and he would crack my top ten. But this is not my list. This is our list. So I'd also just, you know, from a, as a scientist, you know, I'd like to make, maybe not make the argument, but I at least would like to mention and float the idea that when you have as much brain damage as Chris Benoit apparently had, I'm not sure whether or not, this is a cop-out, I agree 100%, you can not, don't write your emails because it's a cop-out to say this, but, I mean... I don't necessarily believe that somebody with a brain functioning like that is in control of their faculties. So I have, I have made that. Now, I am not a scientist by any stretch of the imagination, but I have made that same case. I believe as the years go by and we become more knowledgeable about the brain and how it works, especially under duress and damage, I think Chris Benoit will be seen in a slightly different light just right. because we'll have learned that you know this I, this is the cop out of all cop outs but that wasn't him air quotes like he wasn't like you said he wasn't operating to the fullest of his faculties that fateful right i mean again i don't think that excuses the actions by any means but it is just something that i sort of always think about when i when the subject comes up yes all right so we are putting him on the list i believe um, okay. The question just becomes, where? Looking at the list, Dolph Ziggler is number 12. Clearly, he ranks above Dolph Ziggler. I agree. Sasha Banks is number 11. I say clearly he ranks above Sasha Banks. However, Sasha Banks' career is not yet over, which is one of the, the things that makes this list so good, is as these talents continue to have careers, you know, they might move up and down the list. Um so you're saying you would not put him in the top? Would you put him right at eleven? Just eleven barely. or twelve? I can see an argument for Sasha Banks being higher than Chris Benoit. Um, I feel like Sasha Banks has been more involved in "quote unquote" making history. But on the flip side, Chris Benoit did wear a wig in that Royal Rumble musical commercial. <laughs> He did. And and, and, and and in fairness, at WrestleMania 20, Chris yes. Benoit's moment there was Daniel Bryan, yep. you know, 12, years 13 before. years, whatever, before Daniel Bryan. So, like, he had a pretty big sort of coming mm-hmm. out at, he did. you know, at WrestleMania. So He did. And he was a former, now granted, it was right, you know, I don't think he held the title for very long, but I believe he is a former WCW champion. He has won numerous titles in both organizations. I mean, he's also recognized as being, I mean, obviously not the originals, but he is a member of the Four Horsemen. He is. So, I mean, there is history there, for sure. Um, Okay, so I think you've convinced me he's at least at number 11. All right, I'm happy there. Maybe maybe as a, you know, whether or not it's a statement by us subconsciously or subconsciously, he is not in our top ten. No. But he is but he is at number eleven. Chris Benoit. 
If you have not seen, if you, I'll have to try to remember where it was, but there is a pay-per-view, I believe. Chris Benoit is wrestling Kevin Sullivan. It's a brawl all throughout the arena. They go into the bathroom. Just listening to Dusty Rhodes crack up as he's trying to call, like, you know, Chris Benoit being hit with the door of a <laughs> like, toilet stall is... Is Russell Silly at its best? So. And you can't, I mean, you can't find it anymore, but there was a DVD uh, for Chris Benoit at one time called Hard Knocks, I believe. And honestly, like that DVD is three hours of some of the, the pinnacle of in ring wrestling. Mm-hmm. Like, there's so yeah, many absolutely. good matches that, at, that he was involved in that it's, I guess it's just a shame. It well, is. I won't say it's a shame, but. Mm. It's a shame it ended the way it did. We're not blaming anybody. It's just a shame it ended the way it did. Uh, 944 is the number, Doc Manson. Okay, and the number I will give you is 450. 450. This is my favorite episode ever. Oh? What is that supposed to be? That is the theme music of Roman Reigns. It Doc is? Manson. No, I don't know what, the, but I seem to recall <laughs> that's how it starts. Oh, okay. Um, um, Roman Reigns is number 450. Now, I'd like to re- recall, this is a, a list, a, a, you know, a Google Sheet single column list, randomized every time. The person right after Roman Reigns is AJ Styles. Can't make that up. Okay. Well, I have made my first move in this spreadsheet. Get out of the bottom of the spreadsheet. <laughs> You're not putting Roman Reigns down there. First of all, he does not go uh, anywhere near Shayna Baszler. Uh, but let's say, okay, Fine. Roman Reigns, obviously, uh, Doc Manson has gotten some some hate, some online hate back in the day when he was hit with the briefcase. Was that it? Was he hit yeah. with the briefcase? He was. A, it was a replica, I think, that a fan threw at him or, or something. All right. So let's let's try yeah, to be fine. let's try realistically. To be, let's try to be uh, as objective as we can be here. I'm going right now, middle of the pack. Well, let's see. Where are we at? We're at 85. So let's go right down the middle. Let's go with his brother. Um, because the middle of the pack, number 42, the answer to life, the universe, and everything is currently Rosie. Yeah. Obviously, I feel he is higher than Rosie. Yes, I I agree with that. Okay, so let's jump up to number 33. Would you rank him higher than Alberto of the River? Yes, I would. All right, let's go even higher there. Would you rank him higher than Billy Gunn? Yes. Leapfrogging over birthday boy Haku. Happy birthday, Haku. Um, would you rank him higher than Emma? I mean... Sorry, that's not fair of me. Right. Emma. Right, I mean, uh, so the answer is, would I newest, rank him higher than the Emma? Newest, the newest no. Ring of Honor superstar, Emma. Oh, uh, she is? She made her debut at the Ring of Honor pay-per-view, entering the Women of Honor tournament. To Neil How Benchmark. do I watch Ring of Honor now? I believe the first the the pay per view last night, which is called Honor Reign Supreme, is free to watch on ROHWrestling.com. I will be watching that. Excellent. Uh, so while I don't rank him higher than Emma, I do rank him higher than Dolph Ziggler. Um, Are you are you are you gonna quit this show because we've realized that Roman Reigns might currently be a top ten wrestler? Remember all the guys that are going to go above him that we just haven't gotten to yet. Roman Reigns is currently a top ten wrestler. He uh, retired he... the freaking Undertaker. Like he did. He did. I mean, you can't but deny the man that. He is he is... A top, is he a top eight wrestler? Let's slowly creep up. Is he a top eight wrestler? Does he rank above Chavo Guerrero Jr.? I think you could make strong arguments either way, but 
See, the problem is I'm taking a WWE-centric approach for most of this list because most of the talents, I know them from the WWE. And if I want to talk about the WWE careers, yes, by far, um, Roman Reigns has had a better WWE career than Travel Guerrero. Mm-hmm. But I don't think I would place him higher than Jeff Jarrett because, as we talked about, there are other contributing factors for Jeff Jarrett's placement on this list. And so, by that same token, Chavo Guerrero, despite having had a worse WWE career, has had a rather extensive career elsewhere in the world. I'm, I, just, I don't know if I can speak to, to his impact in all of those places, though. I'm watching Chavo Guerrero in WCW right now. And again, if this is the Wrestle Silly list, if this is the DC and Doc list based on just our own thing, you would love. Chavo Guerrero would be one of your favorite wrestlers. He's riding a stick horse around and calling Eddie Guerrero Little Trooper. Like, it's just. <laughs> it's. It's. It's beauty. It's I, I have so much more of a respect for Chavo Guerrero uh, now than I did. Plus, Roman Reigns, as far as I know, has never dyed his hair blonde and put on a sweater vest for his company. Chavo Guerrero did that. He sure and that's did. Silly, but um, it was awesome. I can, go, I can go either way, truthfully. Like you know, you get up into these upper echelons, and these are all time great wrestlers with great contributions to the sport. Stop Roman saying Reign- that. Cuz you're I'm implying not- that applies to Roman Reigns. No, I'm implying I'm happy putting him at number 9. Hmm. I'm happy saying that Roman Reigns, yes, he's won many titles. Yes, he retired the Undertaker, but his career is not yet over and right now I'm not willing to say he's as good as Vader or Roddy Piper or Ricky the Dragon Steamboat. Are you willing to say that he's better than the Road Dog? Yes. He is not necessarily an all-time talker, but he has had more all-time moments than the Road Dog Jesse James. Okay. Number nine. Number nine. Is the Big Dog. The Big Dog, then the Road Dog. Roman yep. Reigns. All right. That takes us to 943. I know you're you're not as happy about this podcast as you were before mm. but you do have to remember Shayna Baszler is the worst wrestler in history right now it's true 186 186 where are we gonna go next because we've just we've had two great names 186 you say mm. 186 well that was fun while it lasted um is a wrestler by the name of TK Orion I feel like I know that name he, I believe, is part of the Kingdom stable in Ring of Honor currently, although he might be the one who nearly, yeah, he might be the one who got injured doing a move and their, the gif was all over the place. So Was he the one that Rey Mysterio injured? He was wrestling on March 10th, 2017 during the ROH 15th anniversary show when he jumped too far on an acai moonsault and broke his leg on a guardrail. Ouch. Um, Ow. Now, outside of the fact that, you know, his he's a New England guy who has wrestled extensively in the state in which we both live, which I appreciate, I don't know that I have ever watched him wrestle, so I am happy to say, just based on not enough info, I'm happy to move to the women's list for this. I mean, I think I've seen him wrestle, but maybe not. Ugh. He wrestled for Ring of Honor. He made his Ring of Honor debut in October 2016. He wrestled for Northeast Wrestling, which suggests that friend of the show, uh, Rachel, probably knows this gentleman. Okay. Well, unless we're going to get her on the phone right now. We're not. Yeah. I mean, I guess I could tell Mrs. Manson to text her, but... And again, somebody can, you know... I think um, that's why I know the name. I think I've heard her say the name yeah so again you know if we're going to allow him to remain on the list he's going to be down near the bottom just because i don't know him yeah so, i don't but, know him either so all right then let's based, based on the rules we've made we've taken him off the list now we move to the women's list uh a number between one and 91 please 49 49 
She's uh, she just had successful surgery. Her name is Tamina Snuka. Oh, Tamina. I've always wanted to like Tamina more than I like Tamina Snuka. I agree. How do you feel about Tamina Snuka? I think Tamina Snuka is is a, a fine wrestler. She she has the imposing look. What happened was Nia Jax showed up and does that character better. Like yeah. Tamina's, you know, was the bodyguard and did all of that stuff, but now Nia Jax I think is a better version of that kind of slightly oversized female wrestler. I I appreciate her talent. Um I wish she would have more opportunities, but looking at some of the women on the list here, um, you know, Liv Morgan is the closest one to the Horner line. I like Tamina more than I like Liv Morgan. And then the next woman on the list I mean, list would you is, say that Tim would... I mean, I don't want to just compare women talents to other women. I mean, otherwise we just have two separate lists. But, I mean, so I think that Tamina... Do you think Tamina Snuka could be classified as more than a good hand? I think the potential is there, but I have yet to see it. So we're going by, like, you know, if, if I was running a wrestling company, I might try to give Tamina uh, something, tan- you know, sizable to do, but that doesn't mean that she would do well with it. It's just my personal opinion. So, right, uh, you know, when it comes to the Horner line, I'm not sure how I'm feeling. And now I'm looking at some of the other names on this list. You know, Luther Reigns is around the Horner line. Um, Kendall Wyndham, who now should be below the Horner line. I've been watching him in WCW. He's just not very good. Um, <laughs> you know, I I don't know that I can say that Tamina is a better wrestler than Rich Swan, who's at number 56 on our list. Currently, Tim Horner, uh, the namesake of the Horner line, is at number 70. So I would say she's somewhere, if she's above the Horner line, it's not much higher. Okay. I mean, I think... I think I do like her more than Luther Reigns. Um, I'm having trouble remembering much of Velvet McIntyre. So what can you tell me about that comparison? Velvet McIntyre, the you know her biggest claim to fame is that she won the women's title and celebrated, I think, with Cindy Lauper at one of those oh, early yeah. WrestleManias. That's quite the moment, honestly. It is. Tamina hasn't had anywhere near that. No. So... You know, again, we're we're looking at the Luther Reigns, Dante Fox, Tama sort of area. I, you know, she probably does slot in right around there somewhere. Um, I think I see her just below Dante Fox personally. Okay, number sixty-three. I think so. All right, I'm fine with that. Tamina Snuka, number sixty-three on our list. Back to the main list. One hundred and ninety-nine. The male one, list. 199 on the male list brings us to one of the greatest wrestlers of all time. His name is Mantar. Oh, Mantar. Were you watching wrestling when Mantar made his buffalo head way to the ring? I think I... I don't know if I was watching, but I I believe that I have seen it. The brown furry singlet, the black paint that went like horns on his bald head. He did sometimes come to the ring with a big like bison um what's the minotaur sort of look to him. Um he his biggest claim to fame is the picture uh from WWF magazine of him like eating an entire like side of beef <laughs> or something like that. Oh yeah, it's it's a picture of him eating oh it's shrimp but just his eyes are wide he's got three shrimp tails hanging out of his mouth if you can find this picture i highly recommend it this should be this might become my new twitter profile pic for a while well i think everybody's gonna see it now there it is he's eating the ribs he's eating the beef ribs so there was a whole photo shoot of him (laughs) oh yeah there it is yeah he's got (laughs) the rib picture is better he's got salad in his hands like, he's eating salad with his hands. Uh, then there's a picture of Hunter oh, Hearst Helmsley putting Jim Cornette in a cake. He yeah. later wrestled as Tank. He made a return to the WWE. I don't remember that. Um, he was a uh, I believe he was bodyguard as... for Gold Dust at one time. Interesting. Okay. 
Yeah. Um, so yes. So again, wrestle silly wise, Mantar. You know, I don't know if he's as wrestle silly as the Blue Meanie, who is currently at number forty-eight on our list. But then again, I don't think the Blue Meanie has ever eaten a side of ribs on a magazine. So. I oh, mean, man. based off of the strength of that rib picture, <laughs> it is. I mean, that is good. Um, yes, it is. I think I am. I'm happy to slot him above the blue meanie if that's where we're going with this. But he is not as good as Amish Roadkill. I don't because, as so. we all know, Amish Roadkill was Amish. Where does he compare with Rosie? I think he's under Rosie, too. Rosie, that superhero gimmick. Yeah, I think he's below Rosie as well. So he's somewhere in between. Now, again, then we get to Gilberg. I think he's below Gilberg. You do? Okay, yeah, you're right. He is. He's below Gilberg. Cultural significance of them doing Gilberg, you know, and yeah. the Blue Meanies adjacent to that. So, which leaves now the Blue Meanies 48, Gilberg's 46. So now we're comparing him to Tyler Bate. Poor Tyler Bate. <laughs> Tyler Bate is an excellent wrestler. He is. And it's it's super early. It's super early in his career. But I feel like I've only seen two matches with Tyler Bate in it. Yeah. Well, maybe more than two. I mean, whatever he did in the UK tournament, there was probably two or three there. And I probably saw him defend that thing twice. So I've probably seen him wrestle half a dozen times. In all fairness, I haven't. I can't remember seeing Mantar wrestle ever. But that picture of him eating ribs. <laughs> the sh- hey, did you see the shrimp one? Yeah, I did. That's, that's pretty good, mouth? too. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I didn't see the salad. The salad I didn't find. But Oh, man. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm happy with whatever. Like, you have, I, no, you, you have to call this, DC. Okay. Sorry, Tyler. <laughs> <laughs> Number 47, man. Number 47 on our list. Sorry. But that... It's our list, so obviously that's got to happen. Yeah. All right, another number, please. 104. 104 brings us to Yujiro Takahashi. I know exactly who that is. Now, are we ranking him? Oh, no. Okay, this is the, that's Tanahashi. No, yeah. Ta- Takahashi is the pimp of the Bullet Club. Ah. In which case, we can put him at number zero. Do you not want to rank him? <laughs> uh, I, um, I don't know. I don't know his work. Uh, his work mainly consists of him showing up with that bunny. Um, like, he's not a bad wrestler, but I've never seen him do much of anything. I don't think I've ever seen him wrestle a singles match. It was all He's all part of, like, multi-man tag matches, which is a core component of... Um, New Japan booking is a yeah, lot of sure. those cards are filled with multi-man matches. Um, you know he's he's not a bad wrestler, but he's kind of overshadowed by all the other people in that group. Okay, and right. so I wouldn't put him at the bottom. I wouldn't put him at the bottom of our list. Okay, and, you know he's better than Jim Powers. Um. Is he above the Horner line? Is he really just spectacle? Is he really just there to come out with the women for people to gawk at the women? No. Or he's, is he better than that? He's depth in the Bullet Club. I think he's part of the Bullet Club. Yeah, he is. He's he provides depth, in, depth. Yes, he's one of the people that when the Bullet Club comes to the ring, he's one of them. Let me make sure. Because <laughs> there's... I, I'm not... Like... It's that's not, like saying that's like saying Bo Dallas provides depth to the Miztourage. Oh, He's just there. <laughs> no. All right. So let's let's see here. Let's see here. Let's see here. He has won tag team titles. He's won many titles in New Japan. Um, he has been part of the Bullet Club since 2014. But again, it's just lately. You know, he's not doing like he won some six man titles, but you know he. His his biggest claim to fame is he's the guy who shows up. And he had a gimmick before that where he was coming to the ring with women dressed as nurses. Like, he was the ladies' man. Like, that's been his shtick for, you know, going on five years now. He was part of TNA in 2009, apparently. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I honestly find the Tokyo Pimps thing to be 
so distasteful that it prevents me from even wanting to check out New Japan Pro Wrestling. Um, you have said that before. Yeah. Um, I you know I'm happy putting him below the Horner line just because of that. But at the same um, time, like I also don't necessarily want to blame him for the gimmick. I don't know that it's his creation. If you told me that he was a solid hand and he was really good in the ring, I don't know that I've seen enough of him. Like he's he's not bad. He's not a bad wrestler. But then yeah. again, a lot of these people, like Lash Larue, Tim Horner, not bad wrestlers, and their gimmicks are more tolerable than this. So right, yeah, right. So you know, I could put him as low as the Big Tilly category, or I could put him as high as you know the Pat Tanaka and Lash Larue. So really, just give me a number. Okay. Um... Let's go with the Lash LaRue. I, I feel like I don't really... I feel like I find the, 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 the gimmick distasteful, but it seems like he's probably good enough. Okay. I, I don't... But I, again, we'll I'm, sort of, I'm relying on you. I, I don't know. But we'll people seem to 60, like him enough we'll, that he can't possibly be bad. Do you know what I mean? We'll put him at number 67, and, and I think that's fine, because that's... That's this, you know, the the bottom third of this list, which for a guy like he's, you know, he's not a, a big name. He's part of the group right now. Like he's not doing anything memorable except being part of the group. Like when the Bullet Club comes out and does stories, he's not even there a lot of the time. Like the Bullet Club is so big that there's almost tears of it. Like he shows up with like bad luck Fale. And, you know, guys like that and the Kenny Omegas and the Young Bucks and the Gorillas of Destiny not, aren't even necessarily part of that group. So, all, all right. right. Another number, please. 383. 383. Roadblock. What? Roadblock. Which one is Roadblock. Roadblock wrestled in WCW. Um, he he was heavy. He's the father of heavy machinery. So if you Google Roadblock, he walked to the ring with like the construction barrier. Mm-hmm. Um, you know he he usually wore like a singlet that had some construction. It looks like a big theme. dude. He was big. He was a big guy. You know, uh, like six ten. Wow. About 400 pounds or so, um, you know, wrestled in the 80s, wrestled in Japan a little bit, but he's, you know, best known for being Roadblock and carried him to the ring and, you know, wrestled for a couple of years and that was about it. So, you know, again, it was a cool character for a 13, 14 year old, uh, but that was it. So... Like not gonna rank super high on our list. Probably yeah, definitely below the Horner line. Like this okay. is this is like big Tilly Dudley Dudley kind of guy. Sally Graziano at number eighty five, same sort of thing. Well, I mean, I guess I'll give David Flair more name recognition. So yeah, maybe right above Dudley Dudley. Right. I, I, th- well, I don't know the Dudleys again have name recognition. No, let's put them below then the Dudleys. Yeah, we'll put them at number eighty four. Which is good because that's a major high. Well, I suppose everything. Like to point high. out, I mean, that's still several slots above Marty Bell. <laughs> I yes, really don't know what Marty Bell was doing in the May Young Classic. It, uh, she looked so out of place in that program. I agree. Um, we're at number ninety. Do you want to try to push for a hundred? Let's get to a hundred in this episode. Or Let's do you see want to what we can see do. We, see what we can do. Another number, please. Uh, Eight hundred and twenty-four. Eight two four. Be a good one. Come on. Jason Blade. Who? Is this like a comic book character gimmick? No. Or did he just have a switchblade? Was he like a greaser? Let's see, Jason Blade. Oh, he's one of those guys that showed up in those early Ring of Honor pay-per-views uh, back before Ring of Honor was any good. Let's go to the women. I don't even want to look him up. <laughs> uh, number 66. 
Number 66. Sorry, Jason Blade, if you listen. Uh, number 66, Christy Hemi. <gasps> <laughs> Christy guess. Hemi is a personal favorite. Um, Why? I don't... Because she... I want to say she may have debuted on WWE television. I mean, she debuted as part of, I, I don't know if it was the first Diva Search or not, but it may, it was certainly one of the first ones. And she was, she debuted as part of the Diva Search in like one of the very first wrestling shows that I can remember watching. Like back when we were when you first got me back watching wrestling living in the dorms Mm -hmm. and I don't remember what it was about her. I I think it was probably the hair, the red hair that was just very distinctive. I I remember saying to you and uh, to our friend GQ, I believe was there also because it was the diva search. If you don't remember folks, because they haven't done it in a few years was each year they'd have like 20 women come out and they for several weeks would do this sort of pseudo reality show thing where people would get eliminated and people would get voted forward, sort of like a survivor almost type thing. I just remember that very first week I said she is going to win. And she did. And I'd also like to point out that I called the Diva Search correctly three years in a row. I called on the first night Christy Hemi. I called I don't remember what the order was, but uh, Ashley Massaro, and I also called Layla. All on the first night, I was like, they are winning this entire thing. And in each of those instances I was correct. Um, Just trivia question for you. Yeah. Who won the very first Diva Search? I don't know. I thought it was Christy Hemi, but it, that wasn't no, the first one. she won the second... She won I'm not second. sure I was watching for the first one then. I've never heard of this person before in my life. Okay. Jamie Cope Kep? I don't know. Never I don't like I said I don't think I was watching that year. Never heard um, of And so, you um, know, Christy Hemi was very I mean obviously this was in the day of the Braun Panties match. It was so, three years in a row. Because it went in yeah. that order. You have a very good memory. Christy uh-huh. Hemi, uh Ashley Mazzaro. I, and then uh, Layla. Yeah. And so there was just something about her. She had that, you know, je ne sais quoi that you can't quite put your finger on. I just said, she's going to do it. She Because it, it wasn't just the looks, which is where I was going. Because this was the day where women were more or less, you know, they're doing the bra and panties matches. They were there for more aesthetic purposes than anything else. But she had a personality to her that a lot of the other people on the roster did not have. And so she just seemed, and I don't know whether or not because it was the diva search or what, but she seemed like more of a real person than some of the other people who were on the main roster. Probably because, again, they spent time, they invested time into her. And this was when, again, I was first started watching. Um, But she went on to really try to learn to wrestle. She had a pretty good, I I mean, she never got good, but she, she got okay she had a nice stint like teaming up with eugene and anything that eugene touched honestly to me was gold so like that is very positive on her as well after that you know she went on to be in tna um i think she was like a general manager for their women's division for a while as well i watched through that like she's she's a decent enough talker she's again she's got that personality um and she just has a look to her. So she she always stood out to me. I always really liked Christy Hemi quite a bit. Um, that so said, she better not than Chris the, Benoit? Not the greatest wrestler. I'll, I'll, I'll give you that. Um, no, she's not better than Chris Benoit. Tori Wilson? Number 31, Tori Wilson? Personally... Yes, I would rank her above Tori Wilson. Was Tori Wilson... No, Tori Wilson wasn't the first one to do Playboy. That was Sable. Yep. I think. Um, I mean... They both did the... You know, they both were part of the pay-per-view posters. Like, Tori right. Wilson did a bunch, but so did Christy Hemme. Christy Hemme um, also did Playboy during her WWE career. I'd like to point out, though, that Christy Hemme did not return at this year's Royal Rumble 
because she, um, she just had quadruplets. Yes, she did. Um, she was at um, the Hall of Fame last year. She was in some of those shots with Beth Phoenix. Um, oh. So she's still around. Um, they're still doing – they still have a relationship with her. But, um, yeah, I don't know. So Is she better than Tatanka? Because I'll yeah. go with you. I, I have no I think interest. so, yes. I have no interest in – so now is she better than Fandango? I think so, yes. Because – okay, so let me put it this way. Of the teaming of Fandango and, like, his dance partner, uh, who – I forget who his dance partners were. I remember Summer Rae, but did he have yeah. another one or was Summer Rae the first one? Summer, I, I only remember Summer Rae, but there were probably others. In my mind, I would rank Summer Rae above Fandango. I don't know if we've actually already ranked her and she may be nope. lower. But nope, I would honest. rank Christy Hemi above Summer Rae. So. Alexa Bliss, number 20. Well, now we're starting to get into silly territory. I'm not sure. I feel. I personally feel like we've been in silly territory for a while now. But Come on, you you don't. We're talking about 31 was Tori Wilson, and we're you're only at 20, so it's less than 10 steps. Um, yes, except we we leapfrogged Tatanka and Fandango. Christy you, Hemi never did the fashion files. No, but I do feel like she's better than our truth. No. no, no. She's better than Chris Sabin. Fine. Fine. What about I is she better than Billy Gunn? Because I love you, I will say yes. I will go. <laughs> I will go twenty-three. No further. I accept. Twenty-three. Well, somebody's going to point this out and be like, you know, DC, you're the one who's doing all the compromising here, and I'll be like, yeah. <laughs> That's how our relationship works. <laughs> what were you expecting? <laughs> All right. Give me a oh, number. Oh, Christy Hemi. Uh, oh, we don't have to go far. 838. 838. Boris Zukov. Okay. I'm assuming... Do you, remember, do you remember the tag team of the Bolsheviks? You of the Hulk Hogan era. Nikolai Volkov yes. Yes. and Boris Zukov. Oh, the other guy. The other guy. The other guy of the Bolsheviks. Okay. Um, yeah, I mean, immediately I'm starting to think like Big Tilly territory. Yeah. Yeah, we're, we're, down, we're, down in that, we're down in that range. We're below the Horner line. I'm sure Boris Zukov was fine. How do you feel about Boris versus Roadblock? Roadblock is more memorable. Boris was better and had a longer career. Oh, okay. Um, All right, we're you know now I'm like in the Jim Powers sort of, mm-hmm. you know. Okay. Jim, yeah, he's he's right around Jim Powers. They were Jim Powers was part of the Young Stallions at this time, so they probably wrestled. But you're gonna put Liv Morgan above this gentleman. I can't tell you if Boris Zukov ever wrestled a singles match for WWF. And I okay. can't tell you anything that he did okay. before that. So I'm going to put him at number 80. Okay. See, this is my compromising. This is where I compromise. Yes. You compromise on the wrestlers you don't care about. Or know which about. I suppose is... No, that's true, too. <laughs> Another number, please. All right. The next number is 468. 468. Who is it? Who is at 468 DC? Sam Gradwell, who I believe is one of the guys from the UK tournament. That name, that name sounds familiar. Really? To me. All yeah. right. Let me see who this gentleman is. Yep, he wrestled in the UK Championship tournament, Sam Gradwell. Oh, that guy. He freaked me out. Is he the bald guy? Yeah. Yes, he is. Yeah. Didn't he almost die. I don't know, but he freaked me out. Why? He's just got a look. Like he's got like he's got that sinister Jeff Bezos thing going on. Like if you took Jeff Bezos and like sinister Jeff Bezos. Like if you crossed Jeff Bezos with like Voldemort, I think you would get this guy's look. Okay. Fair enough. He's known by Ricky McKen- Ricky J McKenzie when he's not Sam Gradwell. All right. Um, has been wrestling for about a decade or so. 
He defeated Saxon Huxley in that tournament yep. and, and went on to, to face Pete, Pete Dunne. Dunn. So, I mean, you know. I, I don't know a whole lot about him outside of what I saw, and I don't I – I could not bring him to mind when I heard the name. No. So. But, I mean, so here's the thing. Like, I, So I, I can only claim to have seen two matches with this gentleman. But I will say I don't remember any matches from the UK tournament being poor. Like, I remember all of those being pretty good. I seem to recall Sam Gradwell at some point, I don't know if it was a dive or something, like took a bump off the apron and I really thought he was dead possible possible i also um, think he was attacked by pete dunn at some point that could like be they were like here's who survived the first round and pete dunn just went over and punched him in the face that might be um, who it was yeah so i mean he, just based off the strength of that like i'm thinking somewhere around like 64 is he better than tamina no probably not not based off of what i know about him is he better than Shad Gaspard of Crime Time? I think I would say so. You want to put him right in between Luther Reigns and Shad Gaspard? Absolutely. All right. Luther Reigns, definitely 60- the better talent. <laughs> <laughs> number 67, Sam Gradwell. Another number, please. All right, let's go with 604. 604. Who could it be? Someone named Yasu? Yasu. I feel like if we both have to Google him, then I don't even know how to spell that. Y a s u. I think. Yeah, we're going to the women. He wrestled a lot for DDT wrestling, which while I hey top of the list. (laughs) Uh, Give me a women's number one through eighty nine, please. Let's go to number five. Number five. Someone who was also, uh, we're talking about babies and things. This is the greatest, greatest love of Maria Canellis. Maria Canellis. Also from the Diva Search. Interestingly enough, yes, she was part she, of the Diva Search. I think she was the same year as Christy Hemi. There was, I was impressed at the number of names that I recognized from the Diva Search because. I wouldn't have thought they would have done that well. So Maria Canellis. Was she from um, the Diva Search the same year as Christy? I would have to look it up. Maybe. I, but I can't remember. Because I um, feel like I said, of the two. Husband, Mike Canellis is currently ranked 36. So let's start there. Um, I think Maria definitely ranks above Mike Canellis. I agree. I um, agree. I agree. Not, I mean, here's the let's, thing. Let's go back in time. Yes. To the trial of Eric Bischoff. Mm. Do you remember the trial of Eric Bischoff? Uh, vaguely. When Vince McMahon puts Eric Bischoff on trial for the crimes committed against professional wrestling, and all of these people are coming to the ring, are coming up to testify. And at this point, Maria Kanellis is playing the complete space cadet ditz character. Yeah. She sits on the witness stand, and if memory serves proceeds to spout out this incredible bit of brilliant legalese and then gets up and goes, okay, bye, and, like, walks off. And you're just like, that is the greatest thing I have ever seen. Yes, that was a very great moment. So, yes, I would. she is definitely above um, Mike Kanellis. I would even say she's above Tori Wilson. Yeah, because here's the the other thing is, um, so I know I, I spoke highly of Christy Hemme, Maria definitely spent some time as general manager in TNA or Impact Wrestling, and I will say that she was a very compelling general manager character. Um, She was excellent, actually, in that role. So she did, and she did a very nice job. You know, it's it's a it's a certain kind of character, but she did a very nice job as manager of Mike Bennett, Mike Kanellis, when he was wrestling. There's great moments in New Japan where. Like, she jumps up on the apron to try to, like, lure the opponents. She has great chemistry with Machine Gun Carl Anderson, currently of the Raw brand. So, yeah, I mean... Is she better than Christy Hemme? Does she rank higher? You just you just went on a, a quite a long adulation of Christy Hemme. Are we going to immediately bump her down a spot for Maria Kanellis? 
Hmm. I mean, my heart that we are. My heart is always going to be with Christy Hemi. But if I'm going to try to be objective in our subjective list that we're creating, Mm -hmm. then I think so. Now, I'd like to point out something that has happened here on this episode. We're ranking a list of the greatest wrestlers. I don't think we're putting Christy Hemi as the 23rd greatest in-ring wrestler. No. But she's being ranked strictly on her personality, which begs the question, Okay, do we start to include other people on this list who were not necessarily wrestlers? And the person com- that comes to my mind is the person who would obviously be number one on this list for the rest of time, Bobby the Brain Heenan. He wrestled. <laughs> yeah. He's a personality. Are we going to start including managers on this list? I'm not opposed to it. I'm not opposed to it either, but... While he wrestled, I don't know that you could ever classify Bobby the Brain as a wrestler. Not once he got to WWF. Before that, I think so. But Christy Hemi, at least for a while, was a wrestler. wrestler. Okay. I'm maybe a topic for another day we can figure out. I'm not that against out, but... that, but yeah. Um, something to think about, I guess. Well, but yeah, Maria. The problem would be we would put Bobby Heenan in number one and never take him off. Probably, yeah. All right, so Maria Canellis, back to where we're going here. Because, again, she wrestled for a while, but we're going on her, like, I almost said her total package, which sounded inappropriate. <laughs> I made myself uncomfortable. Um, we're going on her entirety of a career here. So, again, I'm, I'm, I would be hesitant to put her above Alexa Bliss at 20. Christy Hemme is 23. I'm I mean, happy. I am hesitant. I'm happy anywhere in the 22... 25 range. Okay. Better I agree than Heidenreich with you. at 30. Better than Magnum TA at 27. Here's the argument I'm going to make. I have trouble placing her above Alexa Bliss. And I don't know, you know, what arguments in the past got us here. <laughs> I'd have to go back and listen to the show. But I'm comfortable possibly ranking her above Emma. Okay, well, so Emma is currently ranked 19th. Alexa Bliss is currently ranked 20th. Do we need to flip-flop them right now? No. put Alexa... No, we don't. But you just said... I don't know what argument got us here, but I'm sure it was a good one. (laughs) Okay. In fact, I could see putting Maria above Rick Martel. I don't go any higher. Was but, Maria involved in a blindfold match at some point? I'm sure she was involved in some sort of pillow fight of some kind. I but, mean, I don't want to ask about her personal life, so... <laughs> it's to the grave. Yes. <laughs> okay, maybe I'm being goofy here. Maybe that's too much. Um, I'm hesitant because Emma and Alexa Bliss are quality in-ring wrestlers. I don't recall ever no. seeing Maria Kanellis in the ring doing anything I would qualify as excellent. So, you want to say she's better than Fandango? She had a longer career. She did the Diva Search. She did all of her stuff in there. She's, I like her you know, more than Fandango. I will put her at 22. Do you like her more than R-Truth? No, because R-Truth also had a long career. I'm taking into account okay. K-Quick and okay. Ron Killings and all of that. So, okay. I will say 22... Maria Canellis. All right. There we go. Another number. We are approaching that hour mark, and we are currently at... Where are we here? We are at 94. So let's at least get one more and get to 95, and then we can decide where we are. Depends on if it's a good name. 520. 520. Let's hope for a good name here. It's a good one to me, but probably not to you. That would be the Z-Man, Tom Zank. Oh, I thought you meant Long Island Iced Z. No, that I would be the... No, this is Tom Zank, Z-E-N-K, the Z-Man, who wrestled for WCW in the early 90s. I think wrestled for WWF briefly. Again, he's he is the quintessential Tim Horner-style... Uh, you know, good hand sort of guy. Um, passed away recently, if I Very recently. remember correctly. Yeah, December. So, yeah. The the best thing I remember about Tom Zank, besides the fact that I had one of his action figures because someone once bought me a wrestling figure 
like there wasn't a WWF guy. So I remember him from that. But in 2005, a... Zank was arrested three times in three months for driving under the influence, vandalism, and stalking and harassment. Well, okay. You stay classy there, Tom Zank. The Z-Man. I, I remember some sort of video package. He and his tag team partner, I can't remember who it was, but and it was totally them, like Miami Vice style. They had, like, the white suit jackets and all of that, and they were, you know. Yep. But either way. Um, he seemed like he did that muscle-bound gimmick thing. Yeah, he was kind of that sort of... Look at my that, physique. He was sort of that sort of guy. So yeah, you know. It looks like right he may have that. he may have been on trading cards. Yeah. Yeah, he was in he was a solid name in WCW in the early nineties. Alright. Okay. So Ooh, there's his mugshot. That's creepy. <laughs> Three of them right in a row. Um, so yeah, I'm looking again at the Horner line. Hello there, Mrs. Manson. Thank you for joining us. Um, I don't care. That's the Z-Man. She says that she could eat off of those abs. All right. Well, maybe he gets a little higher then. <laughs> so just based on that, are we ranking him higher than the Tokyo Pimp? No, he's going Tokyo lower, Takahashi? damn it. <laughs> you well, put him beneath Shayna Baszler. He's dead now. Yes. He's dead now, Doc. You're okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. All right. Um. Yeah. Any anywhere. I, I trust you. This is going to be our problem. <laughs> what? Is eventually we're going to not care about the bottom of this list. The like, bottom of this list is just a pool where it's like, is this matter really? See. Okay. So the real problem with the bottom of the list is not is is not that it's that it's a lot of guys that I don't know. Um, yeah. That's the problem. You know, I'm looking at because I'm looking at this list and I'm like, all right. Then we get up to like 57, the Gigolo, Jimmy Del Rey. No, but is he better than one of the Singh brothers? Maybe. No. No. Is he better than Angelico? No. Nah. I mean, no. But again, I don't know who this guy is. <laughs> all right, I'm slotting him at number 60. Uh, I'm no. ranking him slightly above Tamina. Oh, okay. I was going to say, you ain't putting him above Axel Rhyme. No. Number 66, Tom Zank. All right. I, I can't leave it here. I can't leave it on a... Eh, I need another number, Doc. Give me another 623. number. 623. 623. Come on, fate. Give us a... What is that supposed to be? Why are you shaking your hand like that? I don't understand. Number 623 on this list. Are you having a stroke? Is, I believe his middle name, I think there's a Felix in there, is John Felix Anthony Cena. John Cena! You can't see me! Well, we can't see him, but where will you see him on the list? I mean, this is, is basic economics. Is he the number one wrestler? Does he replace Kevin Owens atop this list? The fates are so good to us. We are man. a blessed podcast, Doc Manson. John Cena is an all-time great talent. He is. He is. He is. He's he's got the he's got decent wrestling skills. That can surprise you when he breaks out the springboard stunner. He's got the verbal skills. He's got the look. He's in the top three. I will say that. I think yep. I have to say he's better than Ricky Steamboat. I love Ricky Steamboat, but I have to say he's better than Ricky Steamboat. Because Ricky Steamboat was not a great talker. Roddy Piper had some great moments. Wasn't around very much. No, John Cena's been doing this for 15 plus years and has slowed down. He slowed down a little bit recently, but when you think about the workhorse of that company, 
And yeah, okay, you could say, you know, the workhorse through the Dark Ages, through the PG era, after everything died off, and maybe he, you blame him as the reason, but I don't blame him as the reason. He legitimately is, has been the workhorse of that company, and is the, I would say, the only reason they managed to say, stay somewhat relevant throughout the PG era. Mm-hmm. If you were to make a Mount Rushmore, if you were legitimately going to make a Mount Rushmore <clears throat> of WWF slash E, only that. So you take a guy like Ric Flair who did most of his work in WCW, you take him out of there. You've got Hogan, you've got Austin, you've got Cena, and then you can probably negotiate who that fourth name is. Maybe right. it's The Rock, maybe it's the Macho Man, maybe it's Piper, maybe it's Vince himself. I mean, if you're going through the eras, like, the top, like, face of, not necessarily face, but, like, the the name, the face you associate with a period of time, like, it's those three, yeah, and maybe Hogan's Roman Reigns? Hogan's the 80s. I don't like that answer, that it might be Roman Reigns, but regardless. Too soon to tell. Too yeah, soon exactly. To tell. Cena's um, up there, man. Um, did we did we just talk him into the number one spot? Like, I, I like Kevin, Kevin Owens. Owens. Kevin I Owens love Kevin the... Owens, but I don't think um, I can deny the contributions of John Cena. I can go for Kevin. I can put Kevin Owens above John Cena in that he is probably a better in ring wrestler. Yes. Um. And. Kevin Owens' career, at least in WWF, is still ongoing, yet he has still had a huge... Like, he beat John Cena his first night on Raw. Now, that doesn't mean but is he that big, above John. But the question is, is, is that a big moment because Kevin Owens won that match? I say no. That was a big no, moment because, because he Cena. beat John Cena. All right. Oh, man. The new... Number one wrestler, the greatest it's, wrestler. It's really undeniable. Of all time. Also bumping Roman Reigns back down to number 10. Yes! Is John Felix Anthony Cena. The <sighs> Ant Man. Anthony. Okay. You I could. Feel good now. You could rant with that man. Rant, rant with, with it, Anthony. That would be McCool. And company. I want chips now. <laughs> I want crisps. Mmm, crisps, crisps and chips. All right, there, folks. We. I'm assuming we're just gonna stop here. I don't think we yeah. can get bigger. Do you well, want to go for another four names just to? No, no, we're done. All right. We have ended here. We are back, ladies and jelly spoons. We are back. We're now... The list is at 96. The next time we record an episode of The List, we will hit the 100 talent mark. We've still got a long way to go, but we now have a new bottom of the list and a new number one. Anything else you would like to say, Doc Manson? Any other love for Christy Hemi you would like to uh, exude? Before we ride off into the sunset, I did have an autographed picture of Christy Hemi uh, on my wall for several years. Why isn't it up there now? We moved. Where and is I'd, it? Um, probably in the closet with the rest of the signed photos. Okay. Well, good to know. For the biggest Christy Hemi fan I know, Doc Manson at Doc Manson, I am DC Matthews at the DC Matthews, John Cena is the greatest wrestler of all time.